Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Jimmy back and then he throws. The ball to Debo, there he goes. Mm. He's off and running on the slant. Yeah. They tried to catch him, but they can't. Touchdown, Jack. George Kittle runs the down and out. He'll catch the ball, there is no doubt. Rather than try to make a play, defenders run the other way. Touchdown, Jack. Feels great, baby. Yards after catch, big factor last night. Fortinaire's big win over the Arizona Cardinals. This is Willard and Dibs. Whitey in for Mark Willard. We are sponsored by CalHope.org. It was interesting to me last night, Dibs, to hear uh, Troy Aikman talking about creativity. 49er fans, a lot of football fans, look at the 49ers and before last night especially and say, oh, he's supposed to be the creative play caller. They're not very creative. I think a lot of times some fans... I think, speaking for myself, we think creativity is, you got to throw the ball deep downfield. That's creativity. Obviously, Kyle Shanahan's creativity is more in formations and misdirection and things that, uh, you know, those of us who haven't coached professional football perhaps don't even recognize. Right. Less sexy than uh, yeah. a flea flicker or right. a hook and ladder you or, you know, yeah. all the all yeah. the different, like, That's exciting. creative. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. What a creative play call. You know, Christian yeah. McCaffrey throwing the ball yeah. deep downfield. That's one way to be creative. Another way to be creative is, is just to be so coolly efficient. And that's what that was last night. Other than the first couple of drives, they just efficiently dominated Arizona on the ground, through the air. They spread the ball around. Just one of those clinical performances where you have to tip your cap to Kyle Shanahan for getting everyone involved. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the creativity comes into play before the snap where Kyle Shanahan recognizes what defenses are keying on and then throws a formation out there that confuses a defense before the ball is even snapped. Yeah. And then when you add in the talent uh, that they have right now, this is I think this is their, their best chance to win a Super Bowl under Kyle Shanahan. It should be. I mean, as long as Jimmy Garoppolo stays healthy and still plays the way he's been playing, which has been, you know, conservative, not taking too many chances with the ball, not turning the ball over, and getting the ball into the hands of those people who can really make plays. And that's McCaffrey, Mm -hmm. it's Debo, it's Ayuk, it's Kittle, it's Elijah Mitchell to an extent. The way they did it last night, spreading the ball completely around, that's the game I think the Niner fans were waiting for. 14 of 15 pass plays to end the half with Jimmy, and then they come out to start the second half. Uh, First eight plays, seven of them were runs. So Kyle Kyle is a genius, and he had the Arizona Cardinals last night. They didn't know if they were coming or they were going, and then once it became apparent, the way that game was set at Arizona was they were more than willing participants in their own demise, right? We're out. Good night. Night, night. Yeah. yeah, they, they, they gave themselves early. a <laughs> <laughs> Steph Curry. Night, night. They did. I mean, yeah. and you saw defensively where early on in that second half, they started turning down opportunities to make plays to actually make tackles, and that's where I think about Cliff Kingsbury, and maybe he's lost the locker room, because you don't often see that from defensive football teams, where Mm -hmm. they're just giving up opportunities to maybe make a play or to maybe make a tackle. The George Kittle touchdown was escorted by, you know, the velvet rope of Cardinal defenders. Right this way, sir. Exactly. 
Would you like a seat at the two-yard line? You want to go all the way into the end zone? Certainly. 888-957-9570. Filmo Mike is with us. Mikey, what's going on? You're on with Willard and Dibbs. Whitey in for Willard. How are you? Hey, hey, Michael Tyler, Whitey Gleason. Yes, yes sir. Dibbs, I, like, what's the rush? What, what are we rushing to? How so? What do you, what do you I mean? I mean, I'm rushing till noon, Filmo, <laughs> so I can have one more day until the holiday. What are you yeah. talking about, Filmo? Yeah. yeah. I'm, talk, I'm talking about, like, we just got Mc, Christian McCaffrey, and y'all talking about why would you even bring up trading arm on Debo? You keep them all! You keep every... You get all the best players you can get, and you keep them. What are y'all talking about? Where's, where, where's my guy, uh, Mark Willard, when I need him? What are y'all doing? You bring it up? You want to trade? You want to get rid of Debo because you got Christian McCaffrey now? No! You keep them all. Right. You get the best basketball player, get the best players, man. I don't know what y'all talking. I don't know what weed y'all smoking. And ain't the weed I'm smoking because I'm smoking Debo. I'm smoking Christian McCaffrey, Kiddo, Ayuk. I want all the players. Oh, I want to get rid of some. What are y'all talking about? Are you smoking that Jimmy G strain, too? Because <laughs> if you want to keep Jimmy G, then someone's got to go, Fumo. Thank hey you man, for, yeah. let's, let's 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 figure out this season before we talk about who got to go, when and when they got to go. Let's get a championship or a mm-hmm. Super Bowl ring. Until we do that, we don't need to be talking about. Oh, we need to, we can get rid of somebody. We ain't did nothing yet, but beat the Cardinals. Gotcha, Philmo. Thank you. I will say the reason we even went there is because a caller asked about Ayuk's future. Yeah, That's exactly. Philmo, somebody asked we're responding the question. to the people. Somebody Philmo. asked the question. Exactly. And yeah. so we had to give an answer. You know so, that, And our Philmo. answer was, no, we would keep Ayuk. Yeah, you're a radio guy, Philmo. You yeah. know what it's like when, when the people want answers. You have to give them answers. You can't yeah. just blow them off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but in general, yeah, keep everybody. Keep them all. Keep them all. Sure. How about this? This was on first take today. And I know we kind of kicked this around yesterday. Day. This isn't fair, but this is where, you know, as I said, the national media, a lot of the respect they're giving to your 49ers, it's begrudgingly. It's like, eh. so first take, will Jimmy G keep the Niners from the Super Bowl? Then they had Mina Kimes and they had uh, they had Keyshawn Johnson. They had, of course, they had Stephen A. And they were talking about that. And I don't know what they said. I don't care. But I I guess it's a fair question. But this is not the same Jimmy. This Jimmy right now, and he proved it. Three games in a row without an interception. The Jimmy that they're talking about, he's not here anymore. And I think the Jimmy they're talking about is the Jimmy that fell short last year, maybe, and the year before when right. he got hurt. But Jimmy G's already led this team to the Super Bowl. So to think that... You know, can Jimmy G lead him to the Super Bowl? I think is unfair because he's already done that. Yeah. And he did it in this sort of effective, efficient fashion, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, yeah. to think about, like, can Jimmy G take them to the Super Bowl? Absolutely yes. he can. And it just depends on how he plays. If you go back to 2019, when they made it to the Super Bowl, he had 13 interceptions, 27 touchdowns. Well, this Jimmy G has been even more efficient than that one. Jimmy G right now is playing like the Jimmy G that John Lynch thought he was getting when he made the trade, right? That's the, this is a guy. This is a guy playing like a franchise quarterback that you can build around. I don't think that's an exaggeration. Yeah, the franchise quarterback who can do enough to keep you in games and do enough to help you win games. He's not going to be a guy who's going to carry you to the Super Bowl or to the NFC Championship. That's not who Jimmy G is, but can he be efficient? Can he be a quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over? 15 touchdowns, 4 interceptions this year. Last year was 20, inter- uh, 20 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this year he's been even more efficient and he's been even more effective. So, yes, this is the quarterback that they were hoping that they would get. A yeah. guy who doesn't turn the ball over and who makes the throws that are available. He's not going to ever make a play on his own, really, to to change the course of a game. I understand why people ask the question because it was apparent that Kyle Shanahan at one point felt like to have our best shot at winning a Super Bowl, we need someone else. And then, of course, they fell into this situation. We all know what happened when they draft Trey Lance, and then Trey Lance is the guy, and he gets hurt. It's like, Jimmy, what are you doing? Could you bail us out here? So however it happened, here they are, and this is the best football Jimmy Garoppolo has played. Do you think that, who knows, because we're trying to get in his head a little bit, you know, that helmet is hard. It's hard to get past the helmet. Going through all the struggles, do you think they've contributed to Jimmy being the best Jimmy 
he's ever been right now? I think the whole idea of them getting rid of him and them going back to him and saying, hey, Jimmy, turns yeah. out we want to keep you. It does a you. lot for somebody, huh? It's an amount of freedom that he has now. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G doesn't have to worry about what's going to be over his you shoulder. You need me. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. You need me and also, like, whatever's to come down the road and to film on Mike's point, we're not looking at next year at all, nor is Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G Filmo is was thinking, yelling. Filmo is yelling That's what it. Filmo does. I, I haven't heard that Filmo in a while. That's Filmo's whisper, quite yeah, frankly. I that's am, not yeah. even, you know. Yeah. And normally he calls uh, he calls Mark out by name, Captain Save a Jimmy Captain G. Captain Save a Giant. <laughs> Bill. Captain Save a Jimmy G is another one he's been called. Yeah, yeah. But Captain Save a Jimmy G. Thank you, Spadoni. You're quick with those. Uh, we had a whole film Very on my page, apparently. Wow. But in terms of this Jimmy, when you go through the situation that he went through, which is, yeah, Jimmy, you know, we're going to move off you. We're going to go to Trey Lance. And he had his famous SIA press conference. And mm-hmm. then he had surgery and he sticks around and come to find out no one else really wanted Jimmy G and so he re-signs here and then Trey Lance gets hurt for Jimmy G it's like this is a free year yep. he can do nothing it's like wrong. a free play right, right? there's nothing he can do that's going to make his uh, lot in life with the Niners change because unless he wins the Super Bowl he knows he's going to be going elsewhere mm-hmm. <sighs> there's still going to be the detractors oh the defense carries him oh the uh, you know it's a running game but He's running this offense better than he's ever run it. It's similar to how he ran it when uh, when he first started playing, right? And he came off the bench and threw a touchdown pass against uh, the Seahawks, and then they won. What did they win those five games in a row? This is this is that Jimmy. He's that confident. I don't want to say gunslinger, but this is a confident Jimmy, whereas starting the 2019 season, and he had a great season, but even then you could tell the talk early in the year that year, 2019, was Jimmy has the yips. So whatever was going on with him trying to learn the offense, it was affecting him, and right now, it's not a problem. He's either mastered it or he's figured out that the parts I haven't mastered, I'm not going to worry about it. Well, the parts that he hasn't mastered are things that he can't do anyway, which is really Maybe throw the it. deep ball, the yeah. vertical game. and I think what he's figured out is he's got in his five eligibles he's got five legitimate weapons and so it's just as easy as get the ball and get rid of the ball yep find the guy who's open get it out and get it out exactly and if the first read's not open look to the second read if the second read's not open look to the third read and if the third read is not open well then maybe we have to swallow it and take a sack but for the most part, with the offensive line playing this well, he's had a chance of late to really go through his progressions. And if you've got McCaffrey, Debo, Kittle, Ayuk, and uh, you know Eli Mitchell, if he's on the field, mm-hmm. or whoever the fifth guy is, Juwan Jennings, you've got enough options to where you can find somebody open, get the ball to your playmakers, and let them make plays. Do you remember earlier in the year when some people were saying, well, Brock Purdy needs to play? Yeah. Come on. He Come played. On. Brock I know. Purdy played. Yeah, I know. He First handoff, he's, he hands the ball one way and the running back's on the other yeah, side. Yeah, that okay. was awkward. My, my, yeah, I'm nothing still got against seven yards. <laughs> he still got his. But there were people that were saying, Jimmy, oh, you got to play Brock Purdy. He looked really good in the preseason. Come on. We're better than that. Aren't we, Dibs? We are better than that. But, you know, people always clamor for the backup quarterback. It wasn't just is, fans saying that. Who else was saying that? I don't know. Let's go to the phones. 888-957-9570. Put the name on that. No, wasn't Larry like really pro Brock Purdy? And maybe I'm wrong. Are you talking about Larry, Moe, and Curry? No, LK. Larry Kruger. The great Larry Kruger. Yeah, he might have. Wasn't he? And and if I've misrepresented his position, eh, you know, I'll live with it. But I think he was really pro Brock Purdy. And maybe he was just Brock Purdy as a backup. Uh, Let's go to Polo in Redwood City on 95.7. Oh. Hello, Polo. How are you? Hey, what's up? How you guys? I'm going pretty oh. good. I want to touch down with um, what Mike said. He's absolutely right. What are we talking about? What are we worrying about trading people? Why, 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 why? Why are we work- be working on this year? Remember when uh, everybody hating on Jimmy G, right? All the haters and, and Trey Lance uh, lovers, I got to have to wait a minute. It's Jimmy G, man. Hey, he's shining right now. Yeah. Remember when he grabbed... Sanders, when he didn't have Sanders last year and he, was, he wasn't he was throwing the ball and the Sanders came along and helped that receiving core out and then he started throwing the ball downfield, now we got help from McCaffrey. We only played the Cardinals. We still got more room for improvement. That's all I want to say. All right, thank you. Thank you, Polo. Yeah, thank you. And Polo, and maybe you weren't there, but all y'all were hating on Jimmy Garoppolo, including Bonte Hill himself. 
and and Joe Shasky. Yes, they were. I mean, they were coming down. Especially Bonte, right? And he's done a one eighty now. He's done a complete three sixty. Yeah, well, yeah, he's he's done a one eighty. And you know, with new information and Jimmy Garoppolo's playing better, and I get that. That can happen, and that's fine. And you have the right as a Niner fan, as he and Joe both are diehard 49er fans. You have a right to change your opinion with new information. They never rooted against Jimmy Garoppolo, but many people in this fan base were throwing dirt on Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the 510 here on the Xfinity Mobile text line, it's 888 You want to give us a call, shoot us a text. Hi, guys. Hey, Troy Aikman gave Jimmy G a lot of love last night on the broadcast, don't you think? Uh, Chef A checking it. Love your show. Usually you put that first, making it more likely that we're going to read right, the text. But right. I, I appreciate it, Chef A. Yeah, uh, Troy Aikman was giving Jimmy a lot of love. Yeah, and it's hard not to love a team that wins 38-10, to 10, quite frankly. I mean, it's, it's easy to, uh, oh, boy, this team... Boy, they sure look good. Sure. And, you know, again, to the point about uh, the morning roasters and everyone else who was casting aspersions on Jimmy Garoppolo, when this offense plays like that, what can you say that would be of a negative vein when a team goes out and plays that dominant? I think the point is, last night, Jimmy wasn't just handing the ball off and they won. That's what Troy Aitman was talking about. I believe he said... Yeah, when a quarterback's seeing the field like Jimmy is right now, he's tough to stop. So he's not just, yeah, all right, keep it moving. He's not just managing the game. I mean, he's making throws that hurt uh, the defense. Yeah, and the throw to Kittle. Wasn't it, didn't, didn't Troy Eggman say, or somebody said, maybe it was somebody on the morning rose, last year uh, Jimmy G doesn't see that. He doesn't make that play. So he is, it's not just, yeah, he's doing fine. He's seeing things. Right. And uh, well, one of the touchdowns where I think it was to Ayuk, where he had McCaffrey and the slot was like, nope, there's a def-. And you know that defender was like, Jimmy's going to throw right to me. Give it to like, me, Jimmy. Nope. And he goes the other way, yeah. comes off of that, goes through his progression, as uh, we quarterbacks say, and throws a touchdown pass. And he yeah. hasn't always done that. No, he hasn't. And the Kittle throw to me was one that he would have made because that was right in front of him. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, his. His comfort zone is between the hash marks, and that's a play where Jimmy G had time, and that's where he gets into his most trouble is when he doesn't have time, and sometimes he makes the throw that he shouldn't make when he should just eat it or throw it away. That's when he gets into trouble, and on that play with Kittle, he had a little bit of time, and he was able to see that Kittle broke free down the seam, and that was an easy throw, Mm -hmm. easy pitch and catch. James in Napa joins us on 95.7 The Game. Hey, James, what's up? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Really appreciate it. Enjoying the show this morning. Uh, I think that uh, I was impressed with Givens last night and the whole defensive line. And I think when we get our three starters back, it's just going to be lights out for the rest of the league. What, what's new with the starters? When when do you think we might see Armstrong uh, and uh, Kavon Mooney? Uh, not Kavon Mooney. Uh, uh, Thank you, James. We appreciate Javon the call. Kinlaw, Armstrong and Kevon Looney. Are we going to see them up front for the Niners anytime soon? Uh, Kinlaw, I mean, Kevon Looney, probably not. Uh, you know, he's too busy. I don't think we're going to see much of Armstrong either. No, and I, I don't think that uh, you'll see... Uh, Armstead, hopefully, we'll see soon. Yeah, Thank Armstead you, James. We're Javon, just having fun. Yeah, yeah. Armstead and Kinlaw. Armstead, I'm not sure if he will be back at any point. I mean, the more you wait with these foot injuries, the more you think that... This might be a, a lost year, and Javon Kinlaw with an ongoing knee issue. I don't. I wouldn't hold my breath and wait for either one of these guys to play at all this year. Mm-hmm. The fact that uh, he was ruled out for last night fairly, mm, let's see, late in the game suggests that there's still a chance. Uh, Ibukam also returned to practice Friday. Uh, he was inactive last week, and so it looks like he's getting close. Uh, Armstead out, foot, ankle. Looks like they're hoping. I mean, I think it's a week-to-week matter. You're right with that type of thing. Could be a long time. But it looks like the Niners are treating this as if, you know, at some point he may be back. We just don't know when. Of course. He'll be back before Iguodala, I would predict. I I would say Iguodala Iguodala plays before Armstead. Really? Yeah. Iguodala's close. I mean, he's he's right there. Although last night would have been a night where... You would have expected maybe he plays. Uh-huh. But then again, all of his veteran running mates weren't playing. And they kind of knew they were going to lose by 40 anyway. So yeah. why would he play? But Iguodala feels like he's closer than Armstead. Uh, we had, I was in for Damon. We talked to 
Coach Kerr as they do every week. And I asked him, it was right the day after the Phoenix game, and I asked him about, hey, Iguodala, is he coming back anytime soon? Maybe he could help with some of this? And Coach Kerr was like, no, I think we made it clear that he's not going to be available till maybe the second half of the season. So he ain't going to be back. Oh, anymore. really? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, nope, that's not a thing for now. So don't even, don't even worry about that. Then why would you have him occupy a roster spot? I mean, couldn't you have just had him be a street-free agent and then you could have signed him in January when you needed him? I don't know. I get the sense they really had to talk him out of retiring. And it was a matter of, come on, please. And if they, the longer they waited, maybe the harder it would have been for him to decide to come back. Yeah, and you know? they, they couldn't be 8-10 and 10 without him, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Right? Are they 8-10? and 10? Is that right? They, they were defeated last night, I believe. So, yeah, I think so. I, I had to check that because it was a nail-biter. I think it was nip and tuck the whole way through. Somebody on the text line, by the way, we were talking about electric football, and someone says that... Um, Watching electric football is kind of like watching the Warriors bench players. And I don't know if I should even read that. Don't read that. Okay. Please don't. And then someone else on the text line for the 510. Electric football was awesome. How about talking football? And I got to admit, when I first read that, I thought they were saying, yeah, that's great. Why don't you talk about football? (laughs) But I think they're asking about the game talking football. I don't remember talking football. Yeah, that was you put a little. Uh, it was you had a little record in a record player. And oh, I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, you would put the play in, and then on the other side of it was the defense, and the defender would would select the defense, and then click it in, and then Dick Enberg would say, eh, "Back to pass, it's a blitz sack," and then that'd be. Oh wow! I lost <laughs> <that>. <laughs> it was terrible. The record back then it was like, man, this is cutting, cutting edge. edge. Exactly. Yeah. 888-957-9570. Gary's in North Carolina. joins us. 95.7 The Game. Hello, Gary. How you doing? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Good. Good, good, man. I think fans and also just the media around the country hold Jimmy G to such a high standard that they don't hold other quarterbacks to. It's like it's Super Bowl or bust, but we don't hold that standard for any other quarterback and look at his what he he led us to a Super Bowl. He led us to conference championship games. And you can't say that for ninety five percent of the quarterbacks in the league. But now it's Super Bowl or bust for Jimmy. Even if he gets us back to a conference championship, that's better than what twenty eight other teams in the league. <laughs> like what are we what are we doing? And he's right in the prime of his career. We gotta let go of Trey. Let him go and let's roll with Jimmy for the next four. Gary, you know that's a great point. In my opinion, Dibs and dear listener, I think a lot of fans take their cues from the coaches. Not all fans. Some fans, I know a lot of fans are like, I see what I see and I don't care what the coaches say. But when you have a head coach who makes it clear, yeah, he's not really our guy. We, we need someone else. Right? Then if you're a fan, you look at that and go, well, the coach isn't. Exactly. I, I, I don't think he's that good. And that's kind of what's happened to Jimmy. And I think it's changing now. But that's why a lot of fans have been so down on Jimmy. Because you could tell that the coach didn't have faith. The coach traded up to get his replacement. Three yes. first round picks yes. to, to go ahead and get the guy who was going to replace him. They called Jimmy G and said, hey, just so you know, we're trading up to get a quarterback so the quarterback can come in and replace you. Yeah. Uh, by the way, thanks we love for you. Yeah. Yeah. You're the best. Thanks for <laughs> taking us to the Super Bowl, but we think we can do better. And so they draft a guy who they think is better, and then they go ahead and start the guy who they think is better, and they bring back Jimmy G as a backup because neither party had much of an option. And then Trey Lance gets hurt, and it's like, okay, now, Jimmy, now we love you. You were our guy all, all, all along. That doesn't work that way. So now Garoppolo, of course he's going to have a gigantic chip on his shoulder this whole, this whole year, knowing full well that the organization traded picks to get his replacement, and yet now he's still back. Mm-hmm. Well, here you go on the text on here from the 510. Jimmy never led his team to the Super Bowl. The defense did from the 408. Jimmy hasn't led anything. I mean, he's the freaking quarterback. He's That's certainly right. leading him right now. That's wrong. I yeah. mean, it's wrong to say that. It's wrong to say that Jimmy Garoppolo, as the quarterback, hasn't led them to victory or led them to defeat. You can't have it both ways. It's the quarterback of an NFL team. The very nature of it, he has his hands on the ball more than any other player, other than the center, mm-hmm. than anyone on the field. And the football is the most important thing in the entire damn game. So to think that Jimmy Garoppolo isn't the most important player in terms of at least facilitating the ball on offense, you're wrong. Hey, question, because I wasn't able to give every moment of the game my full attention last night. 
You mentioned the center. This reminded me of the... Why was that an illegal snap last night? Was it because he, like, a double-clutched it? it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It was a double-clutch. Yeah, Yeah, it was a double-clutch. Any movement of the ball without it being a one fluid snap. Because otherwise, that's just a fumbled snap, right? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But it's a penalty because he pump-faked it, and and then he jerked it into his own buttocks. Okay. Go ahead and cut that. <laughs> What's up next on the game is brought to you <laughs> by you. Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. Is Jimmy better for all the struggles? And in defensive, that's right, load management. Next, Willard and Dibs. Whitey in for Willard. 95-7 the game. It's your boy Guru from Stani and Guru, noon to three, right here on 95.7 The Game. Now back to my two guys. I actually feel like I do a show with them on the changeover. Willard and Dib, right here on 95.7 The Game. I love Goo, but did the shot clock expire on that rejoin? Is that a little? It might have. It's like a classic guru (laughs) question, which goes maybe, you know, 60 to 90 seconds. Yeah. Well, yeah, just has so much fun doing it, and he can't stop. This is Willard and Dibs. Whitey in for Willard. By the way, that audio courtesy of ESPN, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman singing the praises of the 49ers. And Troy Aikman's right. The 49ers had already won that game, but the way Arizona turtled up, in the fourth quarter, an embarrassment to anyone who's ever even watched football. No, he's right. I mean, call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That was even embarrassing if you were a flag football player. Yeah. Because he didn't even reach two out. Two-hand touch. He didn't even reach out to try to <laughs> go for a flag or two-hand touch. And the defender just basically kind of moved toward the sideline and thought, nah, we're Arizona. The season's over. I don't really feel like getting my jersey dirty. I'm good. Yeah. It was a classic Ole tackle. Mm-hmm. Shout out Mexico City. Mm-hmm. By the way, the 510 says it wasn't a shot clock violation. It was crossing the half-court mark violation. Eight seconds. Eight seconds yeah. to do that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, with Thanksgiving coming up, a lot of people play football on Thanksgiving. And My brother Mike's going to have his 42nd annual uh, turkey bowl game at Coleman School. Okay. Which he, he won't participate anymore because he's now right. 60. But a 42nd year. That's great. Of having it. Yeah. That's great. Well, for years, I used to ask guys when, when we'd have football players on around Thanksgiving, I'd ask them, what's the best play to run for people playing their Thanksgiving day games? And the best answer was, and I think I was with you, Dibs, we talked to Charlie Garner, and he said, yes, the play you got to run is the pick play. He said, 
it's illegal, but he said it works every time. So that's my advice to anybody getting ready for the big Thanksgiving game, the pick play, where you just run into somebody covering Joe, and then Joe's like, no one's covering Joe. Exactly. Touchdown! Yeah. No, you can't do that. Well, I just did it. You know. Whatever. And there are no refs in these games right. either. So yeah. the old classic pick play, run your outside receiver on an in route. Yes. Run your inside receiver on a little bit of a delayed out route. And you hit him right in the turkey hole. It's a classic pick six right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. You know, you run the pick and you get six. Yeah, I see. That kind of pick six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's better for the struggles that he went through, we think. Right now, he's playing the best football he's ever played. Yeah, I don't think that he's at all affected by the struggles that he's went through. So I don't know if he's better or if he's worse. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is one of these classic guys who can just compartmentalize and, oh, you want me to, to, to start? You want me to play now? Okay. I'll go play. I want you to throw the ball 21 times in the first half, Jimmy, which I've never asked you to do before. Which is fine. He'll do it. You want me to throw it seven times in an entire game? I need you to throw four touchdown passes, Jimmy. Can do that. Yeah. I mean, no need. I mean, no need to worry about that. He can go out there and do what needs to be done. Now, if you want Jimmy G to go out there and throw it 50 or 55 times... That might be a little bit of a struggle, but I'm sure he would try it. Mm-hmm. Well, if I need him to do that, I'm probably getting my ass kicked. Probably. The way the 49ers play. Exactly. They like to play you know, ground game first and then controlled passing game. And you saw it last night. Last night was a Kyle Shanahan master class in terms of how they want to go about winning the game. Mm-hmm. I think Jimmy's playing much better. I think the Jimmy of old that would just kill you at the worst possible moment with that what is he looking at? You know, some of those interceptions. I remember one years ago against Arizona where he threw one in the near the red zone, right? There's a linebacker named Jordan Hicks, and Jimmy's just like throws it right to him. It's like, what are you doing? I think that Jimmy is gone. Well, he did that against Kansas City. We yeah. shouldn't, you know, we, we need to keep that but, in mind. Yes, but it is three games in a row without an interception for the first right. time ever. But let's not think that that is gone for good because it was just four games ago where in the red zone he threw the ball right to the Kansas City Chiefs. You're talking about that little flip at the goal line. Yeah, exactly. It's just trying to make a play. But in a spot where you don't need to make a play. So, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo against, you know, mediocre to bad teams, Mm -hmm. sure, he's going to go out there and make the plays that that need to be made. But let's see as we get deeper in December and January, if if this Jimmy G can continue to be the quarterback that they have. Yeah, I suspect my money would be on, yes, this is a different Jimmy G. He's found it, whatever it is, because of everything he's been through. But, of course, time will tell. Uh, real quickly, a huge week for so many reasons. Not least among them, the fact that apparently Aaron Judge is in town, Dibs. It probably had something to do with you and Mark Willard going to Linden. And then so he's meeting, we think, with the Giants today. We know he's in town, and we think that uh, Aaron Judge is meeting with the Giants today. So if you're leading the uh, the efforts to recruit him, how do you start your pitch? I start my pitch with a gigantic vat of money. And I say, I take him to a bank vault is what I do. <laughs> I take him to my local bank, you know, Fremont Bank, full service banking, no, no compromises. compromises. And I, I take him in the vault and I say, you see that stack of money over there? That's yours. And that stack, yours. That stack, yours. Those diamonds, those aren't yours. But the money behind that, those diamonds, that's yours. You can have all of this and more. And I let him know that, you know, this is your hometown team. And if I can, I bring in Rich Aurelia in that same bank vault. Yeah. The player that you know Aaron sure. Judge reportedly mm-hmm. looked up to or idolized when he was a kid. And you have Richie, you know, give him a quick meet and greet. And you, you just remind Aaron Judge what it's like out here. And by the way, beautiful day for Judge to be here yeah. in San Francisco. It's unseasonably warm and it's a beautiful blue sky. So I let Aaron Judge know how much we want him. Yeah, I would say this if I were Aaron Judge. And I'm not. I would say, that's great. But if, if you could get Richie Aurelia in his prime, I would play with him. That would be terrific. Richie doesn't play anymore. I loved him. My point is, I want winners. I want to be on a winning team. You guys won 81 games last year. And I'm, I know I can help. But I want to go somewhere where I know I, I can expect to win every year. Whether you're paying me this much money or even more money. So what are you going to do about that? As far as the weather, yeah, I am from the area, so I know it's not always like this in uh, June there, huh? It can be in June what? In June there. In June there. In June there. It can get a little bit chilly in in the city. I know that. So, yeah, as far as the weather goes, yeah. 
And he gets that. But, yes. And he already said, by the way, that he is willing to be the first signee to a new team. And if I'm Farhan, I say, hey, look, we already got Jock. We got Jock back. And we got Yaz. Jock and Yaz. Yaz and Jock. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? They're, they're terrific. Nothing against them, Farhan slash Larry slash Richard Relia. But that, that's, yeah. You had those guys slash, last year and you won 81 games. Slash Patella. Yeah. What else? What else? What else you got? What else are you going to do? We're going to build around you, Aaron. We're going to bring in a new shortstop and, uh, you know, might be Dansby Swanson. Huh? What do you think about Dansby? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a step in the right direction. Sure. Yeah, we're going to get some more pitching in here. I don't know if Carlos Rodon uh, is a guy we might be able to bring back, but we got uh, Logan Webb. Good little starter. And he by the way, last year he's great, but he was here last year. He got 181 games. We're coming off 107 the year before, 188 wins the last two years combined. That's a that's darn near. A, that's a, that's a 94 a year right there, Aaron. That's pretty good. We're averaging 94 uh, wins a year. I just I'm buying into the narrative. You know, it's hard to know because Aaron Judge obviously doesn't come out and say this is where I want to go and this is what I want. But it does look like he wants to go somewhere where he realistically can expect to win every year. And so if the Giants are going to make a play for him, they're going to have to have other moves up their sleeves and they're going to have to convince him we're not just going to get you. We're going to get other players too. And otherwise, I don't think Aaron. And Judge is going to want to stay here as much as he loves the area and loves the orange and black and loves Richie, really. Yeah, I think in terms of uh, just, you know, rebuilding this team and rebuilding this roster, I think that there are still enough moves, that there are enough players out there to where you can, you know, bring guys in and, sure, and let Aaron spend Judge the money. know. Yeah. And they will spend the money. And that's what Farhan Zaidi and company have said. They've said that they have money to spend and they will spend it. So it's just, uh, I think, as easy as convincing Aaron Judge that if he signs here, he would be the first of many other dominoes to fall. Mm -hmm. If you were Aaron Judge, how important would it be to you to maybe play for a team that you rooted for when you were a kid? I mean, does that really, you know, you're an adult now. Does that really matter? It matters to the extent that uh, you married a woman who is from your hometown and your parents and your in-laws still live in that hometown, in Linden. So mm-hmm. if you're a family man, if you're a family person and you want to start a family, it's important to have the in-laws, grandma and grandpa, nearby. I know for me, having a 12-week-old, uh, shout out Myla, turned She's 12 beautiful. weeks yesterday, yeah. thank you. Uh, my mother-in-law, my future mother-in-law, future father-in-law coming up here in about three days, they live three days. Yeah, they live two oh. miles away. So that's really important to be able I to. I can't have, be your best man if you don't even tell me when the thing is. It's a no pressure invite, Whitey. <laughs> is what it is. So much like other no pressure sure. invites in the past, you'll blow it off. So yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a family only thing. But in terms of in laws and you know grandma and grandpa, I've understood now how important and how what a benefit it is to have them that close. So. If you're Aaron Judge, and I know you're not, but if you're looking to, hmm. to start a family and your wife is from the same hometown, I think there's a certain amount of power in coming home and at least being near, and I know how far it is I made yeah, the drive, right, near right. your old hometown. That's the other thing. If I sign with the Giants, those radio yahoos are going to be in my backyard all the time in Linden bothering all my loved ones and all my neighbors <laughs> and all the people I grew up with. Didn't bother a person. I don't want that. We uh, we stayed at the uh, Lions Club in Linden. <laughs> we were uh, afforded very great accommodations good, there. Good. At the Linden Lions Club. We Wonderful. Didn't, we didn't actually bother anybody. We didn't knock on any doors. We sent our <laughs> intrepid oh, he, that's reporter right. Kyle. He bothered people. Well, he tried to, but it, it, no one would be bothered by Kyle. Uh-huh. What do you think 0 to 10 the chances are that the Giants get Aaron Judge? I just don't I don't think it's going to work out. Well, I, I had think, it at a .5 yeah, uh, okay. up until the offseason. And, you and know, he is here meeting with them. That's yeah. something. I would put it at a 6 now on a scale of 0 to 10. Okay. I would say it's more likely than it's unlikely. Hope you're right. I do, too. I think that if... You know, if push comes to shove and the money's right, the money's the same. You know, the Yankees offer 350 or whatever, and the Giants offer 350. If the money is equal, I think he comes here. A chance to not have to play under that same level of scrutiny. Because mm-hmm. what can he do in New York that he hasn't already done? Win a World Series is the answer to that. I'll, I'll go ahead and answer for you. He's already broken the American League home run record. He hit 62, and he still got booed. So unless he goes there and wins a World Series, he can't do anything more than what he did. Now, what can he do with the Giants? 
Well, it doesn't matter what he does with the Giants. Just by being here, he will have already done more for the Giants than any player since Barry Bonds. But you know how quickly the bloom can be off the rose. If it, you know, three years from now he comes here and they're not very good, and he's overpaid and he's not productive, and he, you know, he's an okay player. You don't want to sign up for that long term. So I don't know. But he, what happens if he does the same thing in New York? Uh, and let's just say that. Let's say that's the way his career goes. I just think it's less likely. I know Joe, pardon me, but to that point, Joe Shasky said, no, the Yankees are in decline. I think the Yankees, uh, with their willingness to spend, I think it's less likely. If I'm Aaron Judge, I think it's less likely that I go there and then things unravel competitively. I don't know. Right, but let's just say individually. Let's say that individually over the next three years, he regresses and he doesn't have nearly the same sort of impact, no matter what the team does individually and after three years if he is man it's an overpay and Aaron Judge is not the player that we thought he was Mm -hmm. going to be where is that going to be less palatable New York or here in San Francisco I don't know but that's like the best of a bad situation I don't know if that how 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 high that ranks on my considerations of a Aaron Judge. I hope it works no, out. I, I think yeah. it's part of it though. Yeah. If you're thinking about, I mean, if you're Aaron Judge, you're not thinking, boy, what if I hit the skids? Right. I mean, exactly. You know, yeah. where, where would I be better off yeah. if I hit the skids? Yeah. You're not thinking that at all. But in the back of your mind, you're thinking about where is the fan base going to be more tolerable to me, maybe struggling. Yeah. What about Bellinger now? Is is the Dodgers said, yeah, thanks for everything, so they have some cash freed up. That's not going to happen, is it? It better not. Judge to the Dodgers? If that Come happens, if, if, I mean, yeah, seriously, if that happens, that's an absolute catastrophe for Farhan Zaidi mm-hmm. and company. That's the one thing that cannot happen in all this. Your friend, Joe Spadoni, suggests that the A's are going to meet with Aaron Judge at the Black Bear Diner. And I... I in Emeryville, don't sleep it, on it, Dibs. Yeah, oh no, it's right there on Powell Street. Right across from, uh, I think it's a 76 station. I don't think it's that funny. It's, no, it's right across from the, uh, yeah. the, the Burger King. And I they got the Bay Street Mall over there. Yeah. yeah. Tell us Spadone sent you. Great yeah. Trader Joe's there, too, yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Look at this, Aaron. This could all be yours. Yeah, exactly. You could live right here in Bay Street, like, like on the third floor above the uh, P.F. Chang's. Maybe you can like, even well, see I would Mark like Davis. to stay in the you know in the American League in the junior circuit. Sure, I know the pitchers better. Yeah, I actually <laughs> said yesterday on my uh, KPIX hit with uh, Gianna Franco. Yeah. In the, thank you. In the game time uh, in the morning, I said, uh, you know, the A's are geographically closer to his hometown than the Giants are. Yeah. And she dismissed that. What? Gianna Franco. Matumboed me. Disrespectful. She laughed at you. me. She's known you a long time. Don't That's disrespectful. disrespectful. And it's geographically accurate. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you better be careful. I was Speaking careful. of disrespect, the Warriors were somewhat disrespected last night by the Pelicans. I just want to say something real quick. We don't need to talk a lot about that game, obviously. About load management. I heard somebody on a national show yesterday talk about load management doesn't work. The players are still getting hurt, so... Clearly, load management doesn't work. So every player should play every game. And I get it from a fan's perspective, especially if you're a fan in New Orleans and you wanted to see Steph Curry. Wow, that sucks they didn't play. But load management, there's a reason they do it. As a fan of the game, I'm begrudgingly in favor of it. If it increases the chances that players will be able to play longer and will will be healthier, I understand it. This notion that guys get hurt anyway, so they, it's meaningless and shouldn't do it. I just think that's very short-sighted at best and, frankly, kind of stupid at worst. It's just wrong. I mean, players get hurt because players get hurt. And I don't know how many injuries happen because players play more often than they should. No one can ever know that, but you right. know, it's more likely that a fatigued player is going to get hurt. Right. And I, I think when you look at fatigued players, players are going to be fatigued no matter what. So yeah. you look at load management and you say, okay, let's go to a 72-game schedule, which, by the way, will never happen. We're not going to ever get to a point where pro sports have fewer games. Owners want more games. Owners don't really care about player safety in terms of you know, the bottom line and making money. So, but let's just say hypothetically, you go to 72 games. Hypothetical. NBA players <laughs> wouldn't play all 72. You would still load yeah, manage. Right. You would load manage certain situations. Okay, let's just play 50 games. Well, players would still load manage at 50 games, depending on how close, how closely grouped together these games were. That ultimately is the issue. So the uh-huh. NBA tried to mitigate it by, okay, no more four games in five nights. But now we will have three games 
in four nights. Load management. If you had two games in three nights, if you had a back-to-back load management, these teams are going to load manage the players no matter what. So to think that fewer games is going to offset the issue is ridiculous. I just feel bad for Warriors fans and certainly for Pelicans fans who wanted to see an actual competitive game against the defending champs. This Warrior team shot 38% and had 26 turnovers. Give me a break, Whitey. That's a second-rate product. You should give your fans discounts. Yes, there should be dynamic pricing. If I have to pay more to see the good teams, I shouldn't have to pay more to see a good team if their best players aren't playing. Someone's coming right down my driveway into the garage trying to get in you know, that laundry room, but I'm not going to let them from the 415. You don't care if players take games off even though they're not injured because you don't have to pay ticket prices if you paid ticket prices to go see Steph and Clay play and you got scrubs, you would care. Absolutely, I would care. And that's why I think that they should have reverse dynamic pricing. And what I actually came up with, which I thought was groundbreaking, exit pricing. So hmm. you buy a ticket and you, you pay a flat rate for a ticket, whatever the flat rate for All your right. ticket's going to be. I'm listening, I'm listening. When you leave the game... If you got overtime, if you got an unbelievable performance, if if Steph Curry shoots and scores fifty four points, gotta pay more. You gotta pay more. No, no, no. However, no. if you go to a game and you get that crap sandwich that you got last night with the Warriors with twenty six turnovers and they shoot shoot thirty eight percent with nobody on the floor, uh-huh. you get money back. <laughs> It's real dynamic pricing. Oh, fans get so excited at the end of the games now about whether they're going to get a free hamburger or something. You know, if somebody makes a free throw, we get free hamburgers. Can you imagine if you Steph actually hits had money a fadeaway three yeah. in double overtime and you got to pay an extra 20 bucks on your way out? Yeah, this is going to be a great game. Yeah, but they might win and then we're going to have to pay more. We're going to have to leave. <laughs> we have to leave early. Hopefully we can get out before the game's I over. I know that part of my plan is flawed, but the other end of it, I think, is what we need to get to if huh. you, so let's say you're a pelicans fan okay and you pay a hundred bucks for yeah. your ticket last night okay and you, you you're all geared up and you've got little timmy who we had to scrimp and scrape every single possible dollar to make it to this game right we could made have, him wash my car we actually didn't buy groceries this week <laughs> just so we could make it to go see steph curry sure steph out clay out draymond out wiggins out Hundred bucks a ticket? No, your ticket's now thirty bucks. You get a rebate. That's what I'm talking about, Whitey. A full rebate? No, you no, get a half 30, rebate. Said, yeah, All you, right. get, you get money back. It's a money back guarantee. That's tough. When, uh, don't miss Jonathan yeah. Kaminga. Don't miss Kevon Looney play five and a half minutes and then you know take a powder. Huh? Don't miss Patrick Baldwin Jr.'s gutsy eighteen minutes off the bench. Yeah, give I me like a break. Him. By the way, Wiseman playing the G League last night had I don't know eighteen points or something. Oh, he did. He's played in the G League. Let's not get too excited about that, right? Oh, he played well in the G League. He's playing in the G League on a night when the team was playing their backups against New Orleans, and he couldn't even. Play well enough to make that game. Anyway, right? Yeah, uh, big game against the Clippers tomorrow. So yeah. no, huge. Yeah, huge. Yeah, and it, you know if they sit any of their stars, you should get money back. Yeah. Do you but think they won't. if they were playing better, could they have maybe broken it up a little bit? Well, we'll rest some of the guys against uh, the Rockets, and then some of the guys against New Orleans, and maybe win both those games. I mean, they're they're struggling so much. Like right. we got to try to win the Houston game. I don't think that they look at it that way. Okay. And honestly, like. Clay's not going to play back to backs. We know that. So, so Clay's out. And then you know you've got Draymond, who's had a history right. of back issues, knee issues. He gets ice every time he comes off the floor. So you probably don't want to play Draymond on back to backs. And so you look at Steph, and Steph's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, yeah, I'm not playing without those two. Yeah. And then Wiggins is probably thinking, oh, I'll play. And then no, 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 Andrew, you 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 sit too. Mm-hmm. So it it becomes a, a full collective. Speaking of injuries, is that the only thing is it the only thing that can keep the 49ers from winning the Super Bowl? It's probably not the only thing, but it's up there. I mean, who's going to beat them? Who's going to beat them right now? Dallas. Philly's falling apart right now. Dallas is yeah okay. They they beat a Minnesota team that that was an impressive win. All right, there's only so much I can say about that. Very impressive win. 
for the Cowboys. But the 49ers, it's all coming together on both sides of what I call the football. It, yeah, it's coming together very nicely on both sides of the football. And, uh, you know, if you think about what sort of teams have given them problems in the past, even the recent past, mobile quarterbacks. And that's what Jalen Hurts is. He's a mobile quarterback. So I think about a game in Philadelphia, even if it's the NFC Championship game, Philly's got a good defense, not as good as the Niners, right? but their offense can give you problems. Mm-hmm. Just the 49ers, especially if they get some of the guys back that we talked about, Armstead, who has the plantar fasciitis, and they get more depth on the defensive line. They're just so tough to stop up front. They put so much pressure on you. That's where it all starts. And then now, with all of the offensive weapons, as we saw last night, um, they're rolling right now. The 49ers are on a roll. They look good, absolutely. And, you know, you you look ahead to what they have coming up. You've got New Orleans at home, Miami at home, Tampa at home. You don't have to leave the West Coast again. Your furthest trip is to Seattle. You go to Seattle, to Vegas, the rest of the way. You are at home, so the schedule has broken very well for you. New Orleans should be a win. Miami will be an interesting game on December 4th. Coming up next, brought to you by Pfizer. Thanks, 49ers. We all needed that. And we'll rank the top five players on the 49ers right now, regardless of position. That's next. Willard and Dibs. Whitey in for Willard. 95-7 the game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 